Hello and welcome back to St. James Park. That's right, Exeter City women return to the fortress in the heart of Devon's capital for their first designated SJP fixture of the season. And so does Expression FM Sport. This afternoon, we'll be bringing you coverage of an exciting clash from the upper end of the table in the National League Southwest Division. The Grecians take on Monifields, a team that finished in third place behind Exeter City in the league last season and has so far kept a perfect record in the new campaign. To guide you through today's proceedings, your commentators, Michael Schlover and Joseph Terry. Expression FM restart their coverage of Exeter City women with a slight delay having missed out on an away start on match day one as well as two comprehensive victories at home. Abby Britton and Aaron Wakeley's side kicked off the season with a 5-1 away win against newly relegated Bridgewater. A flying start to say the least, which by the way also included four goals from Zoe Watkins. The Grecians then carried the momentum back to Exeter Sports Hub and the home form remained strong. Exeter did however struggle on their return to the hub. A 3-1 victory aided by a double from the new signing Tash Knappman allowed the Grecians to come from behind and make it 2 from 2. Match day three appeared to be less of a challenge, and Exeter City women ran riot over newly promoted Torquay United. A 7-0 win saw Jenna Markham add four goals to her tally for the season, and also allowed Sarah Stacey to get back on the scoreboard with a hat-trick. And here we are today, with nine points, Exeter sit fourth in the table with a game in hand, and level on points with Moneyfields. As for the visitors, the Hampshire side have enjoyed a strong start to the season, winning four games and progressing in the League Cup with a penalty shootout victory over Queen's Park Rangers. Comfortable league wins over Torquay United, Portishead and Chelsea have the money set level on points with Grecians with nine points. And today, I'm joined by Expression FM's new head of sport, Joseph Terry. Another packed SGP for a women's game, another opportunity to showcase women's football here at St. James Park and a chance to finally put things right for Exeter City who of course lost the league to Cardiff City Ladies and Goal Difference last year. Joe, looking forward to this one? I'm buzzing about this game, Mikey. Cheers for having me on the commentary here. Yeah, packed St. James's Park here. Really great day here for women's football in Exeter, in Devon. Lots of support and lots of football here in the ground itself. I think we've seen it over the last few months that there's been a real pickup and a real increase in people coming down. And it's been really good to see that. So again, lovely to see the numbers that have turned up here. People are piling in by the second as we talk getting in dressed before kickoff here about five minutes to go and something else as well to talk about that is that this was a great news to hear that a club are going to be backing women's football even more we know they're going to contribute £35,000 over this year an extra £10,000 they contributed last year so it really is great to see women's football getting the shine it deserves ever since such great moments like the World Cup final on the game itself today crunch fish at the top of the table here and it's two teams that look really, really strong right now. Two teams that have scored lots of goals and two teams that are challenging for those promotion places. For that promotion place even, only one in this league. It really is a difficult league to get out of and it's going to be an important game here. Maybe a game that decides who gets promoted, you never know. No, definitely. And it's good you mentioned the donation, Joe. I think to sum it up, a good statement from Nick Hawker, chair of the Exeter City Supporters Trust. As stated, this donation shows that we take women's football very seriously here at Exeter City. We have a fantastic women's team and development structure, which of course needs investment. So the club board is pleased to make this contribution. So let's hope the donation can help the team in the upcoming season. But back to today's game, which of course is a big one here at St. James Park. Hopefully the first of two, maybe the first of more. It's been reported that perhaps the number of fixtures at the park will be increased from two to perhaps three or four, should the performances live up to the standards. But let's focus on today. And here come the teams. Starting lineup for Exeter City. 
in goal, it's Abby Bond. And also in the starting 11, it's Bo Jackson, Manfi Sharp, the captain, Jess Sandlin, Phoebe Baker, Sarah Stacey, Jenna Markham, Ishbel Zumon, Zoe Watkins, Molly Taylor, and new signing Amber Pollock. And for Moneyfields, the starting 11 looks the following way. Georgia Jenkins, Emma Moody, Shana Kappel-Watson, Kira Heslam, Beth Burgess, Kim Whitcomb, Becca Tonks, Rosilla Sitars, Gemma Simmons, Charlie Wilson-Wilton and Kirsty Pierce. A few changes in the lineup, perhaps from what we saw last season. Joe Emily Tugut, of course, still picking up form after injury she sustained late in last season's campaign. J.D. Seaman also not in the starting 11 today, but some new faces and some of them we mentioned in the entry, of course. Uh, Knapman already scoring twice this season. She's on the bench today. And Amber Pollock uh, starting for Exeter City. The interesting thing for me is that Moneyfield's got a really changed side. A lot of their players are different, particularly in that back line as well. I wonder what role that will play over this game to have essentially a back line that's only got two players that have hung around from the last league game. Exactly. We have a few minutes to go. It's all about to begin. Exeter City women return to St. James Park. Here come the teams. Exeter will be playing in their red and white home kit. And Moneyfields will be playing in their yellow and blue kit. And the referee blows his whistle and we're underway. Moneyfields kick off and they'll be kicking towards the big bank in this first half with Exeter City women. They'll be kicking towards the St. James round end. And five seconds into the game, Sarah Stacey with the interception advancing for the left-hand side. Options in the middle, low cross into the middle. And the keeper collects it ahead of Jenna Markham, Joe, 15 seconds in. And we've almost had a golden opportunity there. Exeter City strikers combining. Jenna Markham, the option in the middle. Sarah Stacey trying to blade that ball in. Just unlucky, but what a promising, promising start it is. Sarah Stacey already a threat up front, already threatening. Intercepting a ball there. And right now, Moneyfields, they're a bit nervous right now again. Only 30 seconds in this match. Moneyfields now in possession. Played through the channel and now the flag stays down and Abibon has to rush and does react. Brilliant work from the keeper. But it's still not clear and the goal's an empty net now. And towards goal and Mullen. And what a save from Abibond. I mean, I'm not quite sure what happened there. Goodness knows. Sharp remains on the ground. It's just Sandland actually. Sandland on the Manfi Sharp on the ground for Exeter City it was a big collision Abby Bond came out initially and cleared the ball to safety but not far enough not convincingly and then Kira Heslam had a great chance with her left foot she found space on the edge and tried to lift it over the keeper towards that corner and Abby Bond just got her right hand to it and there's going to be a corner kick what a chance we'll get back to it after this corner as it's delivered towards that far post again headed back in and just over and now Exeter City can breathe a sigh of relief what a chance by Kira Heslam there. Real weapon spin on the shot there. Great save for Abby Bond to just about get it past her post. Now Sarah Stacey will try and win it back. It's a late lunge, but the referee stays quiet. Now the ball to Sarah Stacey, and Markham is the option. And it's towards Jenna Markham, and Markham shoots. And now Stacey with a chance, and the keeper saves it. What a chance, a double effort from Exeter City's number nine and Exeter City's number ten and finally the front two combining for the Grecians 
Sarah Stacey extracting the pass to Jenna Markham, who looked to have made it 1-0 and scored her sixth goal of the season. But Jenkins with a brilliant save and then Sarah Stacey with a follow-up also collected comfortably. Can still remains Exeter City nil, Moneyfields nil, but there wasn't a better chance in this game than this. What a chance that was right there. Even the rebound chance that we had a scissor kick. A scissor kick? Come on. This is the sort of football you get here, but what an amazing chance for City there. And feels like City and I getting back. And that confidence they had in the first 10, 15 minutes before Moneyfield really took control of the game for five or six minutes. But it's a really close game right now, Michael. And I'll be honest with you, not as close as I thought it'd be. No, exactly. And once again, we saw how Exeter created the chance. It was catching out Moneyfield on their own half, almost in their own 18-yard box or close to that, and getting that chance. So perhaps the tactic could be give you know Moneyfields the ball, press the keeper, put George Jenkins under pressure, and then try and win it back from the first line of defence. It's almost worked there. And now, right hand goes on. Right-footed from Sandland into the middle towards Ishbel Zuman. But the keeper is there. Jenkins has done well. Now Bo Jackson wins the ball back and the offside flag stays down. And Sarah Stacey's in. Now into play. And Molly Taylor's in. Shot towards going in. <laughs> Molly Taylor breaks the deadlock. Exeter City lead at home against Moneyfields. We've got super Molly Taylor as the crowd likes to sing at Exeter Sports Hub. And Exeter City take the lead here at the park. What a goal, Joe. The free kick initially dealt with by Georgia Jenkins, scared away, but on the second phase, Bo Jackson looked to have played it forward and Sarah Stacey was in. And then eventually the ball delivered just to the edge of that six-yard box. And Molly Taylor wasn't taking any chances. Left-footed, rifled into that top corner. Exeter City women won. Moneyfields nil. We have liftoff at SJP. What a finish for Super Molly Taylor. As you say, the Superwoman of the hour. George Jenkins couldn't do much more than try her best there, but it was a top bins finish. What a start. One back, Zoe Watkins in midfield. That's great work from the midfielder. And the flag stays down. Sarah Stacey's in. And elevated again over the crossbar. Goodness knows what's happening to Sarah Stacey. I mean, another chance. And just over the crossbar, the most clinical striker in the league, I have to say. If we look at last season, a player on former player who got a hat-trick last time out against Torquay. Second chance she has in this game and not too much creativity, just rifled over the crossbar. Last season, Sarah Stacey was scoring goals for fun. Up to three or four a game. It's not hitting right now. She's got the ball now. Yeah, Sarah Stacey did well to win it back though. And now Markham is in. And it's two. Ishmael Zoom on the provider. Markham, the goal scorer. Sarah Stacey, the interceptor and the creator. Just as we're about to criticise Exeter City's number 10. She went back, won the ball, wrestled the defender off the ball and then found Ishmael Zuman who made a perfect run. Played it back into Jenna Markham who had no hesitation. And the number 9 with the right foot makes it 2-0. Building on those four goals last time out against Torquay, Jenna Markham bags her sixth goal of the season. And with 43 minutes played, 44 even, it's Exeter City 2, Moneyfields nil. And you have to say, Joe, it's deserved. It's so deserved, Michael. And they attack yet again. I'll keep talking, though. What a clinical finish that was. And again, the front line is really linking up now. It links up again. And Molly Taylor's in now. And flag stays down once more. 
and just rolls past the crossbar. The whole defence caught napping. Michael, I've barely got time to analyse the goals here. It's end-to-end action here for City. So frenetic, but it's amazing football to watch. 2-0. And the referee blows the half-time whistle at the break. Exeter City lead at the park. Exeter City women lead 2-0. Two goals late in the first half. And just when it felt like Moneyfields may have had control at some point, two goals firstly through Molly Taylor and then for Jenna Mark and have put Exeter in control at the break. Thoughts on the first half, Joe? My thoughts on the first half, I think it proves to me that it's always small chances, moments that win a football match. And we had two clinical moments for City there. Taking the chances, they're 2-0 up. I think Moneyfields have had some really good performances over the game, some really good players, some really good moments of momentum. However, they're getting caught out and they can't go over those challenges. And I think what you're implying, Joe, is that clinicality, perhaps conversion, especially from some players, perhaps wasn't at its best in this game. If Exeter build on that, we may as well see another 5-6-0, I mean. I think this game is going to open up in the second half and we're going to get a lot more goals. And you know what? That would be just what I'd want to see for this bumper crowd here at SJP. Exactly. Well, it's half-time here at the park. And the main standers really enjoyed the first 45, as have we. We'll take a short break and we'll see you back at Expression FM Sport in the second 45. See you all soon. And the referee blows his whistle and Zoe Watkins gets us underway in the second half. Moneyfields will now be kicking towards the St. James Road end with Exeter City. They'll be kicking towards the big bank, which, of course, today only has flags on it and not a massive crowd. But maybe for the main stand now, you know, it's a bit of a competition. You know, which side can be louder? Obviously, Exeter was on that side in the first half, now on this side. So, you know, who can support the beloved Grecians a little bit better? Do you agree, Joe? I've got to believe it. And you know what? I really hope for the day when the big bank or the Stansfield stand is full with fans for the next women's game. And Sharp makes an error at the back. Moneyfields may be in. It's a great ball forward. And this could be a chance, you know, in the box now. And towards goal, across goal. And to that far post, and Moneyfields pull one back. And the visitors right back into it. It's Taylor with a goal. Kiwa Taylor pulls one back from nothing almost. And... Kira Taylor, apparently on at half-time, a half-time substitution that was not reported. Brought on quietly, I have to say. Now pulls one back. It was a good goal, Joe, I have to say. A great ball across, and then again, and Kira Taylor unmarked at the far post. Into the roof of the net. Exeter City 2, Moneyfields 1, and from nothing, the visitors are back in the game. For the first time, we've got booze here at SJP. What a delivery there from Resilia Sitars. Really arrow straight. What a rifle ball it was and really finished strongly by Kua Taylor. Coming on at half time, making an instant impact early on in this second half. And City looks beyond the ropes a bit right now. Game resumes. Abby Bond is out. And it's ended up in the back of the net. But the flag, the flag has gone up. Goal will not stand from nothing. A ball forward, collision from Abby Bond. But the assistant referee has now given it. I haven't seen a more clear and obvious handball ever. 
What a clear and obvious handball. And our referee, Mark Bailey, has just missed a whole lot of a mistake. I mean, from nothing, in a space of five minutes, uh, Moneyfields extinguished the lead that was hard fought in the first half. Exeter now need to start again with 22 minutes to go. I have to say it was an error from Abby Bond as well, who left her line to try and clear the ball to safety. Wasn't the best decision. Zoe Watkins comes off as well. We're going to have Cunningham introduced to this game in midfield. 20 minutes to play. Exeter City 2, Moneyfields 2. Can they get back into us now, Exeter? It was almost a soccer punch, a knockdown there in the space of a few seconds. It's a real sucker punch. They've got to come back. They've got to fight back stronger right now. The crowd's behind them, but as I say that, they give the ball away. Right now, since you're so nervous, you can tell it on their faces. Tell it in how they're playing and passing. And the shot's here. Extra through. And Jenna Markham is one-on-one from nothing. And she scores. Jenna Markham puts Exeter back into the lead. From nothing in a blink of an eye. Exeter back in front it's three and Jenna Markham gets a double it's her seventh goal of the season and she's the top scorer for the Grecians in this campaign and as you were speaking Joe from nothing once again X to find that channel and a ball through the middle and Jenna Markham has acres of space loads of time and she evaluated the options found that perfect corner and slotted it into the back of the net in front of the empty big bank and Exeter after losing their lead in three minutes are back in front of the park SJP has erupted today what an atmosphere what a reaction to that goal right there and Jenna Markham clinical as ever Sandland now forward in behind the line and Markham may be in still the ball in play across goal towards Stacey and it's four Exeter City double their lead for the first time and finally it is Sarah Stacey with her fourth goal of the season a knee slide as well towards the main stand and the crowd roar their approval for this one and the player who struggled in the first half Sarah Stacey who missed a few golden opportunities down the other end now finally taps in a goal provided beautifully by Jenna Mark and it's a 2 plus 1 for Exeter City's number 9 and a 1 plus 1 for Sarah Stacey it's 4-2 and Exeter back in control 4-2 and as the PA has just said over the stadium here I want Ginger Hair too Sarah Stacey gets her goal she deserved she's been given a chances to everyone else over the rest of this game and finally Jenna Markham repays the favour and gives her a tap-in finish. Sarah Stacey back to her normal self. It's 4-2. 1,550. Thank you so much for your support. As you heard from the PA right next to us, 1,550. That's a cross, an ambitious one. Hits the crossbar from nothing. I don't think Moneyfield knew much about it. Kim Whitcomb directing the shot goalwards I think it was a ball into the middle Bo Jackson caught napping a little bit Exeter escaped and we're now in stoppage time with a score at 4-2 Joe but that was worrying Kim Wickham goes for a cross there and it becomes a shot nearly catching Abby Bond off guard hits the crossbar off of the post really really just strong shots but never one you would have thought would have come as well and also as you said Michael 
it's lovely to see people supporting women's football here in Exeter. 1,150 people coming down here. Lovely to see. Let's go, Let's go. We're in stoppage time now. Perhaps the final step is off the game. Could it be better than last time? It's into the middle and towards goal and in. Moneyfields pull one back again. It's now 4-3. And the question is, is there enough time for the visitors to find that final goal? Goal counts. And Kim Wickham, who almost got a goal just seconds earlier, having hit the crossbar with a cross, this time gets the right connection. And with her left foot, buries it into the corner. Abibon got one hand to it. Very close. Something similar to what we saw from Molly Taylor. What a finish by Kim Wickham to give Moneyfield a chance, a sniff of getting a point out of this game here at SJP. Abby Bond, I think she's had a, a tricky game today and that proved that she tried her best, but it wasn't really good enough to stop the shot. Is there a chance now, though? It's going to be a chance for five, though, for City. Deflected and just goes out for a corner kick. Katie Grigg, the provider. Steph Beck with a chance. And Exeter City win a corner, and that's something they can use to their, to their effect. I mean, 92 30 now on the clock. We don't know how much was added on. Aaron, Abby Britton, sorry, pointing at the clock. And Katie and Steph Beck, sorry, is really taking her time with the set piece, but this was almost five. It so almost was five. It's a great save by Georgia Jenkins there to try and keep her team in this game up until the wire. There's action here. Player of the match for today is Jenna Markham is just announced by the PA and she is in for five Jenna Markham saved by the keeper Markham again and again and it's all over the crossbar Jenna Markham who just received player of the match in this game was there for a hat trick and saved by Jordan Jenkins I have to give it to Moneyfield's goalkeeper probably from the players in have we got a penalty Joe? So he got a little bit caught in translation. Have a penalty awarded here for a challenge on Jenna Markham. Now I was looking at it as you were talking, I trying to figure out what's going on. Really obscure call there by the referee. Not much fanfare. And we have a penalty here at SJP. And Steph Beck has a chance to score her first Exeter City goal in front of the big bank. In front of the crowd to make it five and seal it. And it's into the corner. What a penalty! Coolly converted by Steph Beck. We were talking about how Jenna Markham was denied of a chance having received player of the match. She was denied of a chance to make her hat-trick and make it 5-3. And she very unselfishly gave the opportunity to Steph Beck, who coolly slotted it into the corner. And with 95-30 on the clock, Exeter City make it 5-3. And I think now, Joe, we can say that the Grecians have won it. It's a hard-fought victory for the Grecians, but it's a victory well-deserved, I think. Two goals is a very good margin for this game, and they're out to fight hard, but it's going to be worth it. And the referee blows the full-time whistle, and at last, after nine minutes of stoppage time, it's ended here at St. James Park. Exeter City women, five... Moneyfields 3. 
character personifier, I have to say, Joe. 2-0 up, lost that lead under pressure and that found that momentum to make it 4-2 and conceded again and still Exeter City managed to hold on to that lead. And I have to say, 5-3 deserved result. Exeter City move on now with four wins out of four. 12 points, maximum result, and they level up with Bournemouth. Second in the league, now behind on goal difference, but with the whole season ahead of them and in great spirits in front of their own fans, Joe. What an event today was. What an advert for women's football in Exeter and in Devon. Such a deserved win. Second half, the game kicked off. We saw six goals in the second half. I'm going to say four goals in 20 minutes. And they can take this momentum and take into a really important FOWNL plate game against Devon Derby rivals, Talking United. That, of course, in the plate for the League Cup. But the next away fixture in the league will be against Maidenhead United away on the 8th of October. We, however, will be back at Exwick Sports Hub, Exeter's City Women's home ground for the majority of the games to bring you coverage on the 11th of October. So please join us then and listen in. Look for today. Brilliant occasion, Joe. Once again, supporting the Her Game 2 movement and what, 1,500 fans attending St. James Park building on Bournemouth and Portishead last season. It's now Moneyfields this season in the history books with a win. This is a historical moment here for the club as well. Wouldn't be surprised if we see more stands being opened at these games. Perhaps this is the Adam Stansfield or even the Big Bang. I'd love to see Big Bang opened up for the next game here. But we'll see how many tickets are sold. If it's any more than this, it's going to be a very busy main stand. But what a great day out, Michael. No, definitely. Thanks for joining me, Joe. Joseph Terry and Michael Schlorer for today's commentaries. Thank you all very much for listening to us. And we'll see you all soon for Portishead Town next month. Goodbye for now.